चैप्टर टू वर्स सिक्सटी सिक्स श्रीमद भगवद गीता फॉर द अनस्टडी देर इज नो इंटेलेक्ट बुद्धि एंड देर इज नो कंटेम्पलेशन भावना फॉर द अनस्टडी मैन एंड फॉर एन अनमेडिटेटिव मैन देर इज नो पीस हाउ कैन देयर बी हैप्पीनेस फॉर द वन विदाउट पीस आचार्य जी प्रणाम दिस वर्स रिलेट्स बुद्धि विथ भावना वॉट इज एग्जैक्टली मेंट बाय भावना हियर एंड हाउ डज इट लीड टू पीस ऑल्सो इन दिस वर्स श्री कृष्ण फर्स्ट टॉक्स ऑफ बुद्धि एंड भावना एंड देन ही मैंसन्स पीस और शांति एंड अल्टीमेटली स्पीक्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस बट in our daily activities we wish to achieve happiness directly is this verse indicating a major flaw in our view of the world okay step by step first one this verse relates buddhi with bhavana what is exactly meant by bhavana here and how does it lead to peace the verse says for the unsteady there is no intellect buddhi and there is no contemplation bhavana for the unsteady there is neither buddhi nor bhavana and uh, buddhi here uh, refers to has been rather translated as intellect and bhavana as contemplation they refer to two parts of the same thing the one who is unsteady is not steady where he must be are you getting it he is steady really somewhere else he has taken roots somewhere else he is not centered where he must be instead he has found an alternate and false and worthless center when you say that somebody is steady or firm or rooted or unwavering don't you want to ask where is he rooted where is he steady what is he steady about hmm? that is implicit in the word steadiness that you have to be steady in the truth so to be unsteady in the truth is really to be committed to something else and what is it something else that one is committed to when one is not at steadfastly rooted in the truth this something else is the aham vritti from 
वृत्ति अराइजेज भावना एंड फ्रॉम भावना अराइजेज विचार बुद्धि ऑपरेट्स थ्रू विचार बुद्धि इज इन द सेम डायमेंशन एज विचार सो वेन द वर्स सेज दैट फॉर द अनस्टडी देर इज नाइदर बुद्धि नॉर भावना वॉट इज बींग सेड इज दैट वेन यू आर अनस्टडी बोथ वृत्ति एंड विचार गो रॉन्ग बिकॉज योर वृत्ति is now on its own separated from the truth therefore vritti becomes rootless uncontrolled somewhat of an autocrat a sovereign in itself and from such vritti the passion that arises the bhavana the emotion that arises is directed only towards the nourishment of falseness and therefore the suffering of the individual and when the underlying passion itself is directed towards falseness all the thoughts that will arise from the passion will obviously be thoughts towards self destruction getting it then the questioner says shri krishna first talks of buddhi and bhavana and then he mentions peace or shanti and ultimately he talks of happiness but we usually want to achieve happiness directly is the verse indicating a major flaw in our view of the world it is not as if peace is a stepping stone towards eternal or true happiness first of all the word used here is sukham sukh when used in a classical scripture in a spiritual text really refers to higher happiness true happiness not dualistic happiness not the sukh dukh pair when shri krishna says that you must have sukh he does not mean ordinary happiness or pleasure he refers to non dualistic happiness which is more accurately called as anand but because the words are being spoken to arjun therefore probably it is better to use the word sukh arjun due to his conditioning would resonate more readily with sukh than anand hmm? but read sukh as anand here okay 
peace is not a step towards anand peace and anand are the same thing spirituality is not about creating more and more layers and structures and distinctions anyway we are a victim of the endless divisions and distinctions we have created hmm? spirituality is not about having more structures and saying such a thing has eight divisions and out of this eight divisions the fifth one has three types and out of these three types two belong to this category and one belongs to some other category that tallies with the third distinction those kinds of things you often read in spiritual texts more frequently in commentaries on spiritual texts avoid these things spirituality really knows only two distinctions truth is distinct from false truth is distinct from false only that distinction exists and even that distinction does not really exist in non duality in advait advait says that which appears as the false is really a manifestation or expression of the truth so even this final tuness disappears even this final tuness disappears and hence advait no tuness are you getting it so peace and happiness and liberation and and simplicity and clarity they should not be taken as separate states or something remember that all the separate states all the separations really exist only in the conceptual mind only in thoughts as ideas and all the concepts and ideas and mentations are anyway of no avail when we say that on one side is silence and emptiness and on other side are all the ideas of the mind all the distinctions that you have created are clubbed together and brought under one single umbrella what's the name of that umbrella mind hmm so there is the mind and then there is the mother of the mind that which is beyond the mind that you can call as the full mind or that which you can call as the no mind only these two distinctions are there do not uh, bother for uh, other a lot of distinctions um, you know a lot of so called spiritual scholarliness is based on mugging up those distinctions hmm what are the 12 types of such and such thing and someone comes and says i remember all the 12 types and then he is taken as some kind of a great spiritual or religious scholar nonsense hmm? putting something in memory how does that have anything to do with freedom from memory spirituality is freedom from the little self by adding some concept to the memory how are you gaining freedom from memory itself how hmm? 
rather you are in your own eyes glorifying the value of memory are you not by putting something in your memory and de facto attaching your ego to it your identity to it are you not glorifying memory itself and if you are glorifying memory how will you be liberated from memory memory is such a burden is it not to be always remembering something to remember something is to think about it and if the mind is constantly thinking where is relief where is freedom you are saying in our daily activities we wish to achieve happiness directly false we never wish to achieve happiness directly we always want mediated happiness don't you say i will get happiness by doing this i will get happiness through him or her i will get happiness when i achieve that i will allow myself to be happy when i reach there so our happiness is not meditated it is mediated you understand mediated between us and happiness and i'm talking of true happiness the higher happiness joy bliss anand between us and the true happiness always stands something a condition a mediator hmm how will i achieve happiness through my wife so who is mediating the wife how will i achieve happiness through that new car who is mediating the car is mediating so you are obviously not very attentive or conscious when you are writing this question when you say in our daily activities we wish to achieve happiness directly no you 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 don't even try that in fact that's the central problem we always bring in the world as the mediator we always want some middleman in between hmm i will get the truth through this through the world i will get the truth now the truth actually becomes unimportant the world becomes very very important the truth is de facto forgotten the real thing goes for a toss and the worthless mediator gains all the importance hmm? see whether it is necessary to be joyful through something even before that see whether the medium that you are using is of any avail once you see that all these media that you have used have actually been useless then you say what is the point in using an intermediary let me try something a little more directly and the moment you say that i do not need a mediator i will try out on my own you discover that the truth really didn't need to be achieved it didn't need to be achieved 
through a mediator it does not even need to be achieved without a mediator it's just that when there is a mediator then the fact that the truth does not need to be achieved at all remains hidden remains hidden in the shadow of the mediator remove the mediator and then there is no need to achieve the truth the very need to achieve the truth through the mediator is created by the mediator itself the mediator says you know use me pay me bribe me worship me i will deliver the truth to you the fact is otherwise the truth is already there the mediator exists to hide it from you the mediator will not give you happiness the mediator is blocking your real happiness